What's going on everybody? Welcome to 2019. This is the first inline sounds of the new year inline sounds episode 15. I am your host UTXJT the Don along with the co-host who just had his first episode of his solo podcast Unfiltered, leader of the flock. How you feeling my guy? Oh man, I'm good man. 2018 left us, you know, left us feeling good. 2019 man, y'all to get it ready. True. Expectations is high now. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, uh, how did you feel about the feedback that you've gotten on your solo podcast? It was, for the most part, all. I mean, I didn't hear anything bad about it. Everybody seemed that. I mean, that actually gave me feedback about it. They they liked it. Okay. I mean, it, it was what I mean. Most people thought it would be, and a little bit more, you know, because everybody thought I was just gonna pop off. <laughs> you know, I me mean, just be popping off about everything, which that wasn't the case. You know, the, the little preview thing made it like that, but that's how you that's how you that's sell how tickets, you did it. But, yeah, that's how you, you did know it. what I mean. That's just how you sell tickets. You know, with the Magneto theme and shit like that. And that's how you know it was just it was just you know it was just good marketing, I guess. But I I, I enjoy doing it. I didn't think I would because I don't like to talk that much, but I had a lot of shit to say. So okay, yeah. okay, so go ahead. That, and... that supported that man. I appreciate that. It's on it's on Spotify now, Google Podcast now, um, something else. I can't think of it right now, but. So it ain't gotta just be on anchor. So yeah, appreciate everybody that, that checked it out though and supported it. Yeah, absolutely. Let them know though. Let them know the link. <clears throat> they want to listen. Oh man, to it. Um, you know you can go anchor.fm/slash/unfilteredpodcast. You know, check it out over there. Or you like I said before, you can check it out on Spotify. Just type in unfiltered and type flock at the end of it or something like that, and it'll pop up. There you go. There you go, people. So once again. We got all these podcasts going on. Flycats is on solo podcast. TBH is on solo podcast. We have the Triple Threat podcast and what you listen to right now in Lighting Sounds. Well, let's get into this episode. First episode of 2019. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Um, it's always very, very slow in the first like couple of weeks of the new year. You know how it is. Like Generally, a lot, especially in music or just entertainment period, you don't really get a lot of things that come in the uh, new year, at least like in the first month or so. Um, but we got a little bit. We got a little bit to talk about. So uh, let's go over some of the notable new releases. And again, this is pretty limited um, because, again, nobody really came out with any heat um, in the in the last couple weeks. So uh, at least this Friday, um, which was yesterday, uh, by the time it's here, uh, if we're doing this podcast, it would have been yesterday. Uh, we have Waka Flocka Flame with the Turn Up Gods Tour. Uh, this one was interesting. I actually listened to it. Waka is doing like a lot of EDM stuff and, and all that. I'm not necessarily a fan, but I understand like that he is like experimenting with different people with different sounds and stuff. So it's whatever with that one. Um, you got Wi-Fi's Funeral and Rob Banks. Uh, they have a collaboration now called Connected. And finally, you have Big Crit came out with TDT. Now, this isn't new. This is just all of the EPs that he came out with in the last couple of months. He just put them together, which I kind of figured oh, okay. he would do anyways. Yeah. So it's not anything new. I didn't see any other tracks on there. It's just simply the EPs are gone, and this is just a, a full project together. So. together. Yep. Yep. So that's all. That's that's really it. I didn't really see anything else. So um, again, we have an entire year to go. So I'm not going to sit up here and, and be upset or whatever. It'd be, you know, spoiled because of all the music and all the content that we got last year. But we shall see. We shall see um, everything that uh, everybody comes out with. But uh, speaking of that, let's go ahead and segue into the uh, music news that I want to just uh, go ahead and mention. Now, this month, uh, as you all know, I don't know if uh, if our uh, actual listeners are in tune with Earth Gang, but again, they are part of Dreamville, 
and i know that they've been teasing for months about revenge of the dreamers 3 um now if you all listen to revenge of the dreamers 2 and 1 um again like dreamville was kind of small back then so there was only a certain number of artists that they had and they didn't really have any features on this one i mean on those but revenge of the dreamers 3 not only is dreamville so much bigger than it was before but they said like they're going to have like a clean lineup of just like so many features on revenge of the dreamers 3 uh they made like a whole twitter for it they've been uh they've been promoting stuff like back and forth through all of their social medias and they've been previewing all of them in the lab so from what i heard so far man these previews oh my god i cannot wait i think it's probably going to be so far because nobody really has mentioned anything yet but i think that revenge of the dreamers 3 is going to be like one of those like really big projects for 2019 i hope it comes soon we still don't have a date for it but apparently they said that they were working six to, uh since the 6th of january and supposed to be working to like the 16th of january or at least like that's like a period or something i'm guessing like when the majority of them could be in the lab and work on this so i don't know if that's like if, if that's like the actual period they're just gonna be working 10 days on that um but that's gonna be a lot of work uh regardless so i don't know i don't know about all that but um let me just mention some of the names that they do have um as far as the features that are going to be on features as, and also artists that are on uh, dreamville so we have anonymous not our anonymous i wish it was because that would have been major right. <laughs> uh these are producers sorry um on this part we got anonymous big beam a uh, big gator boss man bink black metaphor brian malik baptiste uh cardiac cheese beats Christo, deputy uh, Dijon Styles, D Sanders, DZL, Mike Hector, Needles, uh, Ducko, uh, McFly, J J Curell, uh, uh, Kurzweil, uh, Groove, Elite, Youngland, Illmind, Hollywood. Like it's it's so many producers on here. Like that was that was just like half of the list. Like that's not even the full list. As far as actual artists that are going to be on here, you have Ari Lennox, which is she kind of like the um, the uh, first lady of Dreamville. Uh, you have Loot, Kaz, Boss, Earth Gang. Ski Mask, Reese LaFlair, Vince Staples, Wale, Westside Gun, Young Nudie, Big Crit, Buddy, Cousin mm. Stiz, Deontay Hitchcock, K Camp, Luke Bars, Big Pooh from Little Brother, and Reason from TDE. Oh my god. <laughs> That's it, a lot. It sounds amazing, bruh. So I cannot wait. How are you feeling about Revenge of the Dreamers 3? This it sounds major, bruh. That lineup, man. That 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 feature list is, alone is. I mean, them them doing it on their own that it, it can sell, but you just look at them list of features, bro. Man, that's a lot. That's major, man. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I I need a date, yo. I I need a date yeah. right now. <laughs> like, cause I I really hope that it'll come like by the end of January. That's just being hopeful. I'm thinking February though, at probably like the earliest, just to be honest. But we'll see though. If they're really like working on this like in a span of ten days and just having all of them in the lab and all of those uh all those minds just bouncing off each other, they're gonna make some heat. Cause that's just that's ridiculous. I don't think that I've seen like something like this in a long time. Like with just all those features all those producers and just dreamville by themselves like just them alone it's, it's crazy like you mentioned so it's gonna be wild it's definitely gonna be wild so i hope that everybody's excited about this one so again we just need a date for it but uh but apparently the calls have been made and and the people have come to uh to share their uh their talent on revenge of the dreamers 3 so and i can't wait man i definitely can't wait so uh moving on 
again there wasn't really anything that came out for us to review as far as projects so we'll go ahead and wait on that until a little bit later in future episodes this month but i wanted to talk a little bit about battle rap and um i know that we mentioned on earlier episode that you do still watch battle rap so i figured this would be a nice time to discuss it because there have been some major battles that will come out in the uh in the last part of 2018 I feel like one of the biggest battles that came out was Hollow the Don versus John John the Don. Now, for anybody who at least like watches Battle Rap a little bit, or even if you stopped, I would hope that you at least know who Hollow is because Hollow been doing it for a long time. John John was kind of like I would say he was, as far as Mac is concerned, he was one of the like early PG rappers that came out, ended up making it big time. I wouldn't say that he's elite, but I remember when he first came out, he got a lot of shit because apparently he was stealing bars. Uh, it, he he was like a chameleon as far as like what the battle rap people called him. So he used to, they say he used to steal a lot of bars. And then of course he came in with the name John John the Don. So Hollow was automatically like, what? Like, who is this dude? Are you stealing my name? And all that stuff. Um, they never battled before, but apparently there is some more backstory to this because apparently Hollow and John John years ago, they were like, some event got into an altercation apparently hollow swung get john john first and missed according to john john and then john john apparently hit him back and he connected and like broke up through a mirror and then he got jumped so it was some crazy stuff behind it you generally don't hear about battle rappers like actually like having a physical altercation before they actually even battle or like they don't even battle at all and they just have physical altercation outside of that because generally it's like you have a battle and then like y'all talking shit da, 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 and then like there's something going on or in Matt's case because he just he just hit everybody while he's actually battling because he gets so mad so and that's happened on multiple occasions with him it's it's been ridiculous but uh, but anyways they actually battled at us uh, at uh, Summer Madness 8 which was in London and John John almost didn't make it because that man was locked up um, because of apparently he uh, he beat on his girl or something uh, along those lines. So that man got locked up. So it's been a lot of craziness happening. This this almost didn't even happen, but this was the main card of that Summer Madness 8 battle. And I feel like this is one of the biggest battles uh, just because of the names and the actual um past that they did have because i wasn't expecting john john to even get somebody like hollow to be honest i always thought that john john was okay but i could see what everybody was saying when they was talking about him stealing bars and he doesn't really have his own style he doesn't really have his own lane because the only thing that i could really say that john john has that nobody else has done is a multiple choice thing and uh, and i i still didn't really like that it was okay but i wouldn't say that there was something that was like oh like this this type da, 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 da. like but i, I could see what everybody else is saying like when you just steal everybody bored and saying i can do i can rap like you do but i can rap better than you like a lot of people just didn't like huh. that so um when i watched this battle man i was honestly impressed though i was impressed in john john because I like the angle that he brought because regardless of what actually happened because I don't think that there was actually any footage of them fighting but I like how John John was like seemingly kind of getting under hollow skin because everybody knows that hollow whenever he like has something that he really has on his opponent he'll like bring the props in like he had a sign that said like he stole that and uh and he had like a long list of all the bars that John John apparently stole so like he'll use props and and he'll use the audience like like uh to go against his opponent but 
John John already knew that he already expected it to come so like he was like yo like I know you're gonna do that so let me talk about that let me talk about how I whooped your ass let me talk about your clothing company let me talk about how you didn't really want this battle in Houston apparently they supposed to battle in Houston and all that stuff so I actually liked how John John came with the aggression on this one and actually like match hollow because I was expecting hollow to just like dust him because I, I still don't really think that John John is like in that elite of battle rappers but I really like the way that John John actually approached this battle compared to Hollow. And uh, it, it, with Hollow, he was talking about, like, you know, how John John apparently stole his name, how he wants to be him. He also mentioned the, uh, the domestic dispute that he had, how he moved out of New York and went to Atlanta, was being cool with Bow Wow and Jermaine Dupree and all that stuff. But I really didn't feel like, to be honest, I didn't feel like Hollow came with it as hard as John John did in his uh, in this round. So, uh, what did you think after watching this battle? Oh, it, it was. Uh, you could definitely tell it was. Uh, it, it, it wasn't all just show. You know, I could, you could tell like when some people they talk like they don't really like each other, but you could tell it's just, you know, it's just just a part of the battle thing. You you sense the like you sense the tension between these two like these dudes really didn't like each other and um the, the little part where he said i got the nda right here and i'm gonna i'm gonna tear this up and you know what i mean shit like that i thought that was pretty clever it was kind of funny you know he, uh john john was you know talking about how he beat beat buddy ass and all this stuff i uh, it's i mean and we ain't gonna talk about who we thought won just yet right nah all right so but um I just say round one. I'll just start off by round. But round one, um, I did see the aggression that John John came with, and I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I was all that familiar with Buddy because I'm not. Um, I'm trying to get back into the battle rap thing because it just it I just kind of like got tuned out from it for a while because it was it just seemed like it was the same like six seven people. You get what I'm saying? Like there was always featured, so it kind of like tuned me out a little bit. But then I tried to start getting back into it, so it was like. I'm trying to find different people to listen to, and I'm not gonna lie, I was I was kind of impressed by John John Adon. I knew all about you know Hollow, you know what I mean. I, I seen the battle he had with Lux. I seen the one he had with Joe Budden and stuff like that. So I was familiar with his style and, and you know the way he the way he goes about it. So, but um, it was it was definitely some uh, a little bit of a little bit of aggression that was that was coming in on that round one, and uh, you know round two was just. You know, round two, it, it started like you could tell some of it was starting to get personal. And like you said, uh, you could tell that uh, he was starting to get under Buddy's skin, too. <laughs> he was starting to get a, he was definitely starting to get under Hollow's skin a little bit, which was kind of like a, a taste of his own medicine, because that's what Hollow tends to do to people. Right. So he kind of beat him to the punch on that, in my opinion. Mm. So, but I, th I thought it was, you know, it was it was it was definitely personal. Yeah. So, and that could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing because it could it could it could add fuel to that fire and add to the battle and some shit can come out that a lot of people may or may not know about or it can or it can like kind of hurt it because it's just a lot of this oh you did this and i beat your ass you know what i'm saying it was just a lot of that you know what i'm saying and that was starting to happen a little bit so right it was just starting to happen i will say as far as who i thought won the battle especially after watching it multiple times I'm actually going to give the edge to John John. I'm going to give the edge to John John. I really didn't want to because I, I think that everybody has a little bias um, here and there. Like, we know that Hollow is always going to be elite. 
and uh and again he had his little moment where he was in jail too but then he came out and it was like he never missed a beat um with all the battles that he ended up having after that but i feel like in this one i thought that john john really like was fully prepared to battle hollow um even though like you know they still kind of intertwined just had the same stuff between rounds but i still like the way that john john approached it and i actually thought that he was a little bit more believable than hollow i feel like hollow didn't really have that much he came with a little bit of personal stuff but i still didn't feel like if we're gonna just match personal for personal i thought that uh i thought that john john did a better job I and mean, he had a little bit more ammo on him because i'd be literally saying like yeah you miss your points but i punch you and and i beat your ass and i'll do it again i thought that <laughs> i thought that that was better than uh that hollow just you know not really admitting that you know he got punched or whatever he just i know like he mentioned other people jumping him but it's like well yeah they jumped him but what did you do during that situation you know because it's always right. he said versus she said um as far as like what happened so i thought that john john was more believable um obviously he had some bars too i just feel like hollow's bars it was kind of something that you you know you had to listen to again you're like oh yeah i get that but i still feel like hollow really matched what john john was bringing in this one so i think that john john edged it uh with me um i had to like go back and listen to some stuff because i I heard a couple things that john john said that sounded familiar Mm. to a couple people and i mean i know shit is different these days but you know battle rap is always battle rap and any rap is always any rap if you use somebody else's lines somebody else's bars that's one thing to pay homage but you using the bars to go against somebody else that's not you, you can't always let that fly because i i heard a i heard a lux bar and you know i would go catch that easy i heard a serious jones line you know that's another one of the dudes i always like i heard a mook line i heard at least two charlie cliffs lines throughout throughout that battle and i'm probably missing somebody that i don't really you know i'm not really all that familiar with because you know battle rap they go on forever so you're not gonna catch everything but i did catch some lines that he got from other people and to me that's to me that's always a a automatic you know automatic red flag Mm. so for me for that reason i gave it to one to hollow because a lot of the stuff that he was saying to get oohs and ahs and he was trying to say like some people was catching it but he was using other people's stuff to kind of like get the crowd on his side mm-hmm. and that's just that's just my personal opinion so I would give I would give a slight edge to Hollow for that reason but he came with the shit don't get me wrong but the fact that he used somebody else's line if you did it once okay we get it but you do it three four times throughout the, the three round battle it's like come on son yeah, I mean, I, I can understand it. And again, it just goes back to the reason why a lot of people don't like John John. It's because he does that a lot. He See, I wasn't even aware that he did that a lot. Yeah, like literally when he came into the game, like people were talking about that. They say he stole bars. That's why they call him a chameleon. Like that man, they said that man was still in. Like it was bad. And, and that's why, again, I kind of alluded to like he hasn't really, as far as my opinion, he hasn't really like found himself. He hasn't really found something that makes him unique because if he if even you found that if you even you was hearing some bars that you heard from other uh from other battle <laughs> yeah. rappers then yeah then that that's pretty bad 
that's pretty bad like i at this point like again i don't i don't hold it against them i understand like why why you would say that like if it's if it's super blatant like every other line then i'll be like no nah. but i i generally don't look that deep into it i don't look that deep into it but um but again i was just more impressed with with how john john just had like a little bit more aggression in my opinion and i just thought that he was a little bit more believable i wasn't expecting hollow to yeah, like he didn't come out he didn't come out intimidated or nothing yeah yeah he was like yeah. fully about it then yeah. and i guess it makes it better that john john is also and it, it kind of remind i know it probably reminded you of the whole um probably reminded you the way that verb came at and, and, and killed mook bruh yeah everybody <laughs> thought that mook was going to be the aggressor and mook was going to have the crowd but when verb came he came hard with it so Excellent. i can understand why you would say that but to me like i said before personally i, I don't i'm not a fan of taking nobody else's lines in a battle you know what say you're doing it in a song or whatever and it fits that song and that whatever you you're trying to describe that's cool because you're pretty much paying homage for the most part most people you're not gonna be able to bite somebody's rhyme and they don't know this especially nowadays you're just not everybody's gonna pick up on it but in a battle using other people's battle raps and against somebody else's round it's just like i would i would have felt better if he would have used one of hollow's lines against him you get what i'm saying mm, yeah. that would have been a lot more clever that's some that's an approach i would have taken but then again i'm <laughs> i'm savage like that like i will take your line and destroy you with it and you know it change it and flip it and dissect it you know what i mean a little bit better and try to do it better than what you did that would have got the crowd crazy and that right there would have had me like yo give it to him he won mm. But I, I gotta give the edge to Hollow for that reason, and that's okay. probably the only reason why I'm gonna give him that that nod, because mm. I could have easily given it two one to John John. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not mad at that. Uh, but definitely, it wasn't a body bag on either end, especially on Hollow's no. end, in my opinion. No. Definitely wasn't a body bag. It was it was one of those I I could consider this one um quote unquote a classic. Okay. Yeah, it, it could be a classic because it, it wasn't boring at all. Like when exactly like when I heard John John's first round, I was like, "Yo, like, like yeah, actually, yeah he actually he gave me yeah, some. He was coming. Yeah. yeah, he was coming with." Yeah, I said he gave me some here, so I like that battle though. I like that battle. But let's get into speaking to Aver. Let's get into what will most likely be the biggest battle of 2019. So Definitely loaded Lux, bro. Loaded Lux is back. And he agreed to battle Averb. Now we just mentioned that Averb, in my opinion, I think a lot of other uh, people's opinion, he beat Mook. I, I think he beat Mook, man. I don't think that Mook is Dang. at that point anymore. That he we did. Know it he happened. did. He yeah. did. But you know, it's still gonna be those, you know, a couple of people that, that think otherwise. But but Averb beat Mook, and I was very very surprised because. Averb been calling out Murder Mook for years, fam. For years. And nobody thought that he would ever get that chance. All of a sudden, Murder Mook just uh, somehow agrees to it. And then you see that battle. It wasn't even on Smack's platform. I know he is probably pissed. Uh, it ended up being on RBE. I don't know how the hell he got that. But uh, but I guess a lot of people respect RBE more than I thought. Because they've only been around since like 2014, I believe. But man, oh man, that was just that that was crazy. That was crazy that, that first of all they got that battle on that platform, and second of all, like Aver was not playing with this dude Mook. Mook has always been like on the upper echelon. Like nobody can touch him. If you're trying to book him for any battle, you're paying like 30, 40 racks minimum. That man even wanted like a hundred racks for to do a battle. And I'm like, Mook, you tripping. Like, you don't even battle like that. I'm not I wouldn't pay you no hundred racks for no damn battle. Like you you must be out of your mind. You must be smoking. But for some reason reason they ended up getting this crack and the Averb beat Mook, bro. Like it was it was ridiculous. So so now Averb is like he's not he's still not in my opinion the top dog, but if you beat Mook, 
then yeah you gotta get your respect so averb is like gonna war bet now he's like i'm about to take out all the legends so loaded yeah. lux is next loaded is next man so here we go we about to have this battle sometime in 2019 and it's gonna be a crazy one because i still in my opinion i think that lux is better than mook i thought that mook was better back then yeah i thought that mook was better back then but i remember like when they battled i just i don't know i wasn't really feeling mook yeah as much as that I last that last one they did i mean i i even gave the edge to mook on that one mm -hmm. and you know I, I got a little bias towards loaded lux because he's my favorite out of all of them mm -hmm. but i mean i remember seeing like when i first really got into battle rap this was like like when youtube first started that's what i used i used to watch battle raps and Kimbo Slice fights. <laughs> that's bruh, what I used to bruh, watch on YouTube. Too, yeah, <laughs> that's what I used when YouTube first got got on. That's what I used to watch, and I was watching that Serious Jones. You know what I'm saying? It was another one. You know what I mean? I used to watch all them dudes, man. All them old smack, all them smack battles when they was doing it, and then like the clothing store, or the barbershop. Right, yeah, we can't forget about the classic. Oh, you mad? Cause I'm styling on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't forget about that either. The Enix joint, right? You know what I'm saying? All that, like, so you can't forget about that, man. Yeah, like, that's how far back I could go with it. So. Yeah, facts, facts. But yeah, um, but Loaded Lux is next. They agreed to battle, and um, I mean, Loaded Lux has been in the lab. I can't remember the last time that he actually battled. Um, but he definitely been battling more than Mook, and he again he's another one of those people that like you don't know what's coming because you rarely have anything to like go off of in like the last like you know two or three years. So Loaded Lux could just be like he could have just been preparing for like anybody. He could be preparing for anybody. He could have just had like you know rhyme books out the ass or or just stuff out his uh, in his head that he just been storing and just been loading up. You know, for <laughs> uh, uh, his name Loaded Lux, he could have been loading up for Averb, man. So. Man, I I think that this one is gonna be even crazier than Averb and Mook. Cause now don't get me wrong, um, Mook actually did come with it. He had some bars that uh that went over a lot of people's head when I listened to the Averb and Murder Mook battle. But again, I just thought they say the same shit about Lux too, cause he does that all the time too. Yeah, all the time, all the time. But I I think the one thing in this battle that I hope Loaded doesn't do, I hope he's not on that Black Panther stuff. Cause oh, yeah. I don't know about you, man, but I didn't I didn't really yeah, like that. That didn't work against Hollow. Yeah, cause don't be preaching, dog. Like the preaching stuff did not work at all. So I mean, I, when he came out with the suit and had the funeral gimmick and, and stuff like tight, that though. against against, against uh, Calico, Calico. Now yeah. that was that was amazing, cause yeah, some classics, bro. I even got one of them on my stream deck right now. He go get this work. Like that's a class. That's classic, bro. The, another lost nigga shit. That's classic. Yeah. The lines he said about the dude pops. That's classic. But I don't want to hear, like you said, I don't want to hear that militant, you know what I'm saying? That other shit, bro. Yeah, I need classic. Like, you can't do that again. I'm out of spit. Yeah, yeah you, you can't do that again. You can't you can't run that same uh, narrative against Averb. Because, like, even if you had, like, some more personals about him, I know everybody want to talk about his dad and stuff and how he lives in St. Louis. But I don't think that you can run that same narrative that you did on the other rappers. It just, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. So, yeah, I want to see classic Lux um, again. And I really don't know. Like, I thought that... In the Avert and Murder Move battle, I thought the Avert wasn't ready. He showed me that he was. So I really don't know. I don't know how to call this one whenever we see it. Um, Cause man, that again, I and I got a hometown bias. Cause I like Avert. 
He's not right. my favorite, but I think that him and Holla is still, still in, uh, in my opinion, like entertainment wise, the uh, the best of St. Louis. But Averb, I think that Averb does have a more intricate, uh, a more intricate arsenal of uh, of bars and, and stuff that'll go over your head. But this is gonna be, I, I think this might like end up being like the biggest battle like in like the last 10 years if everything goes well because i remember we thought that the lux and, and hollow was going to be the biggest and loaded and murder mook was going to be the biggest but there's always something that ends up topping it and always like the common denominators is either lux or mook so this is going to be ridiculous fam this is going to be yeah. ridiculous if he pulls that off man you gotta gotta give it to him yeah so man so be prepared for this one um i forgot if they actually announced the date yet but i know that they at least announced the battle so just be prepared for that one hopefully it comes sometime early this year um and it's gonna be a good one so um when that one comes we'll definitely discuss that one as well um another thing i wanted to talk to you about is the current state of battle rap now again you mentioned that you don't really watch battles like you used to. You kind of got out of tune. And I know TBH was the same way. That man doesn't watch battle rap anymore. But I know we used to talk about it a lot. And then like everything just kind of got stale. Um, there are so many different leagues now. It's not even funny. But the main three battle leagues, in my opinion, would be um, Smack, of course, URL. Then you have um, King of the Die, KOTD. And then it used to be Don't Flop, but now it's going to be RBE. Cause now RBE is, is getting those big battles, so um, it's interesting. It used to be UW too, cause I mean UW also got um, also got the big battles, but now Arsenal isn't really doing that anymore. I don't really know what's going on with UW, but I think that RBE is taking the place of of UW and like the upper echelon of uh, battle leagues. But the main thing that was going on, and like say if you were stuck with URL, because a lot of these rappers did a lot for Smack and URL, and then they go to any other battle leagues because you know they felt loyal to Smack. But eventually, you're going to get to a point where everybody battled everybody, and there's no new talent, and there's nothing more to go around. Don't nobody really wants to see any grudge matches anymore, like unless it's like from years, like um, like when Charlie Clips battled Tay Rock, like because a lot of people didn't see that first battle that they had. That was a small room lions den type of thing. So that's you know, in those one-off cases, those are the cases that you grudge battle. But other than that, nobody wants to see you know the same two people battle each other again and then some people just refuse to battle some people because you know that's your homie you're never going to battle them no matter what um but we've seen a lot of things change like we've seen people switch sides um you know like Kayshawn he ended up leaving the yeah. uh, dot mob and you know now he's messing with uh with uh, DNA and yeah, they got right. the NWX stuff now because you know they battled and Kayshawn like destroyed DNA but you know now they cool apparently now New Jersey twerk um I don't know if you know who he is but that's the dude man you know what some i had somebody tell me that i remind him of that dude and oh I'm my like, god because <laughs> i had to i guess i had on a hoodie oh uh, some, okay some some picture i took with a hoodie on it like yo low-key you remind me of new jersey i'm like twerk when i heard the word twerk i'm like what exactly like, yeah not... i had to look i had to look who's like oh he a uh, battle rapper so i'm like oh okay yeah. okay okay good yeah so i think a lot of people as far as url is concerned he is like the biggest um the biggest pg rapper now who's like come up now because he he has a lot of stage presence i didn't really like him when he first came out but he definitely like improved a shit ton and now apparently he's messing with nwx too but he battled dna and, and again it's another one of those situations like damn y'all ended up battling and now like y'all are together so i don't know what's going on with that but it's been a lot of things changing hands 
and I would say this is the time in a long time because it took Smack a little bit. I don't know if he's like actually like actively searching for talent, but it's it's been a long time since I guess like some dudes that you thought wouldn't be coming up are actually coming up now. So now that's creating a lot more battles that can actually be formed without you having to go to another battle league. And I'm gonna be honest as far as like KOTD there hasn't really been any good KOTD battles in a long time I don't know what they're doing I don't know if they're just losing a lot of people that don't want to come there anymore but I know that a lot of URL rappers used to go to KOTD just so they can get some more uh some more battles in I know Charlie went there you know a lot of people want to battle Pat Stay because he was like the man over there in KOTD but even even Pat Stay like he went over to RBE as well so like it's it's ridiculous I don't really know what's going on with KOTD but like RBE is like taking everybody so I don't really know what's going on but i will say that i'm liking the fact that there are some new rappers that are coming up and creating these new battles but uh i, I guess you would have to like you know search for these other people but how, what do you think is uh is going on right now in the current state of battle rap do you still think that it's as entertaining as it was before do you still like are you kind of like on the fence and you only watch like when it's people who you know like loaded come uh come through in battle i i'm, I'm i'll say a little bit of both because as much as I would like to get into it, be into it rather, like I used to, because beforehand when I would see the smack stuff, I didn't really care who it was. I just wanted to see it because mm. I knew it was going to be something entertaining. It was like gutter. It was like, you know, you could tell it was raw and it was people did it because they because they, that's what they wanted to do. That's what they enjoyed doing because they would battle your ass in a bathroom. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like they didn't care. Like, let meet me here. We're going to do this shit right here in Burger King driveway or whatever crowd around somebody got a camera let's do it now it's like everything being done in these arenas and you know all this other stuff and every, a lot of people ain't trying to do stuff for you know because of money or whatever and, and i can understand that because if that's your only form of um you know of income you want to get the most you can get out of it so i ain't mad at them for that especially if, if smack or whoever else is getting a, getting you know getting a bunch of money off of it you're getting a bunch of money off of me i want i want a bigger piece of that pie myself so I ain't mad at him for that, but I just felt like it, it's it's starting to be a little more commercialized to me. Mm. I mean, granted, it still have a little bit of hood in it and stuff like that, and it could be a little, you know, unorganized at times too. But I feel like um, it's just it's just becoming a little little too commercialized for me. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't know if you paid attention what was going on with uh, Summer Madness Seven that was in Vegas last year. Mm-hmm. But man, New Jersey twerk again with a reference we just talked about. He choked bad, like really, really bad. He choked so bad that Smack looked like he wanted to smack him, like right there. And it wasn't the yeah. only one who did that. That's why they did Summer Madness eight the same year. That it was never... somebody. It was somebody else that did yeah, that. Yeah, it was too, somebody right? else too. Yeah, I can't remember who it was though. But I remember seeing that. And I remember seeing us. Uh, they they asked Smack about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was pissed. Like, yeah, he had to do an address and talk about what was going on. So he was mad. He was mad that a lot of people didn't come with it. You know, you paid all that money. You had it in Vegas this time instead of New York, and and then y'all come through and y'all don't even y'all don't even perform. Like y'all just end up choking. Y'all did not come prepared at all. So that's why he did summer madness. Say he like we're gonna do two summer madnesses in the same year, and we gonna put this one in London to see what happens. So that ended up being a better event, but still like 
I, I understand like he wants to do stuff in other places he doesn't just want to stay in new york he went on the west coast for the first time a couple years ago and, and that's been going good for him you may end up getting new talent because of that but i know like i think he wants to do like the pay-per-views and stuff too because that's like the new wave you know can't everybody make it to all these events so he wants to do pay-per-views uh, kotd was doing that first and kind of like url was always against that but now they're doing pretty much pay-per-views and almost like all the major events but i think the one thing that uh the smack is kind of going back to and, and this is probably again um a a big testament to the people choking at the major events is doing small room battles again um like you mentioned you know they used to do it you know on the streets and and, and uh in cd shops and, and clothing stores and all this stuff but now they're doing small room battles so you don't have to worry about the crowd messing stuff up it's just you your opponent and you know a, a few like you know, maybe like 20 or so people in the small room and getting it cracking so i don't know if you saw any of those things i think they call it like a uh, smack volume one two three and i'm about to do four next no, but i think that that's cool though yeah so that, that's something that uh that might be a little bit more your style too yeah um, if they taking it back to how it used to be i'm mm -hmm. with that okay okay because yeah they I, I think that that was the thing that they 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 just kind of wanted to do just to kind of like i miss them shit, like, yeah smack you ready nick <laughs> yeah oh, you ready nick like, yeah. you know i do that to this day like that's that's my shit right so Let's yeah so yeah they've been kind of doing that too so that's what i like but I just want uh, I want KLTD to kind of get back to uh, to being able to compete with URL because I even though URL didn't have the greatest year last year they still did way better as far as uh, KLTD I don't know what KLTD is doing I know that again a lot of URL people used to come over there just to battle you know some of your talent but KLTD is kind of just like losing it I don't even know like who they really have over there that's still like dope I think they still got like head ice over there I don't even know who still has the chain anymore uh, Cause last time I checked, Head Ice had it, but uh, he—I think he took it from Pat Stay. But Pat Stay, he's been on RBE, and then like he still got like the Saurus and and I guess like Disaster. Cause I know like he even got suspended oh, and came back. So yeah. <laughs> He, he stay wild boy. he do all the time bro all the time so i, I need kltd to step it back to iron up. solomon too yeah iron solomon he even be coming uh, back over to the url and in mm -hmm. rbe so like i say even he's been uh he's been coming back and doing his thing so it's been interesting but that's another dude that's another battle i remember watching a lot of people you know slept on him when he battled math hoffa yeah and everybody's like oh math killed him. i'm like with what Did you, i mean Solomon was saying some shit. Man, Hoffa was just throwing insults. <laughs> That's what he does, yeah. yeah. Disrespectful. So, yeah, a lot of people be sleeping on Iron, but I know they Iron to like a long break after, uh, I think it was Summer Madness 3. It was either 3 or 2. It was the I same one. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the same one that, uh, that, that Lux <laughs> that had. That Lux is on the game. Yeah, Murder Boo killed that man. It, was, it wasn't even cool. So that was that I, I know he took like a long break after that they ended up um coming back to battle rap so it's been interesting but i hope that this year they uh they get it together and, and stop just i would say stop babying these battle rappers because they i feel like they're getting a little bit more spoiled and they don't really want to come with it as far as the uh the actual entertainment and, and the performance because if you steady choking like that i can understand if you choking on like a bar or something but if you choke like your whole round and you end up losing it man that ain't good it's not good at all especially on summer madness like that's a that's a huge thing not everybody gets to be on summer madness so for uh for like twerking other people to uh to be choking like that it was it was unacceptable so i understand why smack was you know so upset at that so we'll see we'll see if we can get it together and hopefully not have any bad events like that again so 
Uh, so there you go, man. It's current state of battle rap, but uh, as far as our opinion, but I'm really, really excited for that Low Deluxe and Aver, man. Ooh, I can't wait on that one. That's it's gonna be a good one. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be a good one for sure. So um, this this hit with battle rap. Let's uh, get to the song of the week. You already know how we do. Um, I was listening to my 2017 playlist uh, for the past week, and I was like, I'm kind of, kind of ready for 2019, but I don't want to listen to the 2018 stuff again. So I listened to my 2017 playlist, and I came across uh, Freddie Gibbs, and I was like, oh yeah, he came out with a with another good album that year. And I was like, damn, I forgot about like some of these songs that like were again very, very good in uh, 2017. So the one I wanted to put y'all on. If y'all haven't heard it already, it was Freddie Gibbs, Amnesia, again, it's 2017, uh, one of my favorite tracks um, from that project, and uh, yeah, y'all just, y'all just go ahead and listen to that one. Uh, Freddie Gibbs has always been like one of those, in my opinion, uh, underrated um, artists, but he always comes with good projects, in my opinion, always has some heat. It's not really one Freddie Gibbs project that I dislike, and I'm just like, I don't want to listen to that one at all. Uh, Freddie Gibbs always has some nice production. Oh, he always has nice bars, and I just, I just like everything uh, everything he be coming with. So there you go. That's my song of the week. Freddie Gibbs, Amnesia from 2017. What you got for us this week? Uh, I'm gonna take it back to 1995. Uh, it's a good year, excellent year for music. Probably the best year for music in my personal opinion. Um, I'm gonna go with Groove Theory. Song called "Keep Trying." Uh, it's just. I know a lot of people knew Groove Theory for the whole "Tell Me What You Want" you do that. Like that was like their number one song, or whatever. But "Keep Trying" was like they they uh, follow up. To me, that was an even better song. It was just it was the vibe of it. The beat was incredible. They always had good, great production. They always you could always tell that they used uh, live instruments when they were uh, when they performed and when they were you know in the studio doing their thing. Uh, listening to Amel Larue, her voice is just really good, especially on those tracks. I mean, so it was it's just a really good song man I, I love that song i still listen to it to this day okay okay so groove theory keep trying from 1995 it's flock choice my choice freddie gibbs amnesia 2017 so there you go um topic of the week i just wanted to go over because I, I feel like i don't think we've had this discussion or we haven't had it in a while but uh i know we talked about like <clears throat> classic albums in like the past five years right, right. but I wanted to go ahead and go over with you your favorite artists in the last 10 years. And I mean, like, new artists that new just artists. came out and, like, yeah, and just got, like, super popular in, like, the last 10 years. Who you got for me that, uh, that some of your favorites? Just one? You can you can name multiple. No, name multiple. I mean, because if I'm, if I'm naming, like, just off the top of my head, you say my favorite artists in the past 10 years, I'm going with Rhapsody. Rhapsody. I'm going with Rhapsody. I would probably say... Dave East, how long has Kendrick's been out since like what, oh nine or two thousand? Yeah, like when did Kendrick come out? Like oh nine or something? He counts. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I put Kendrick, J Cole. I mean, those are usual suspects, but I mean, someone that a lot of people wouldn't pick. Like I said, I was, I would say Dave East, Rhapsody without question. So if I had to pick one, I would say Rhapsody. Just off the top of my head, I'd say Rhapsody. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would definitely say the same. Um, I would add on their logic. Now, again, minus everybody, because that, that album, I'm just going to forget about it. It was bad. <laughs> but when I was first hearing Logic mixtapes, I was like, yo, this dude is tight. I like uh, I like Logic. Uh, Gambino, Childish Gambino, because he came through and I ended up becoming a fan of him. Pretty much everybody from Odd Future, um, but specifically, if I want to name somebody, Tyler, the creator. 
I thought that he was super dope and he ended up becoming uh, definitely one of my favorites uh, just not from production standpoint but from a uh, from a bar standpoint as well I thought that I thought he had, he was very unique so um, I'll go and add those in there as well but yeah those are my gotta throw a her in there as well throw her true yeah true. she's dope I'm not mad at that not mad at that at all so yeah yeah, those are those are some of my favorites. Obviously, I have more, but I would think like those are those are the big yeah. ones on my list from the past ten years. So, there you go, man. Uh, favorite artists in the last ten years. I know that you pretty much heard of <laughs> everybody listening. You heard of all of those, but you can go ahead and uh and let us know some of your favorite artists as well in the last ten years we may not have mentioned. Uh, let's get to the last section here. Album suggestions. What you got for us this week? Oh shit. Um. Album suggestion. I'm gonna go with um. Hmm. Damn. I got like three of them in my mind right now. But you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with the college dropout, Kanye West. Hmm. Kanye. Okay. I'm gonna go with Kanye West, college dropout. Because I know a lot of people rag on him now. He's he's doing and saying a lot of a lot of off the wall stuff, but. To me, that's that's simpler times. <laughs> it just is. It's, it's simpler times. You take it back, two thousand four. Um, hell, you you know, just from the beginning, you know, we don't care. You know, all falls down. Spaceship was probably my favorite joint on the album. Uh, Never let me down. Get them high. The workout plan. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? So Shit, good. Slow jams with Jamie Foxx and Twister. So good. You know, school spirit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, two words, which is probably my second favorite song on there and then of course through the wire when he was rhyming with his mouth wire shut so with the Shaka Khan sample so I mean that that album was incredible that's still to me his best work by far true true I would not my favorite not my favorite Kanye my favorite Kanye song is actually not on that album but that's my favorite Kanye album my favorite Kanye song was probably uh flashing lights hmm I would have never thought that flashing lights yeah okay okay I remember when I first saw the video for Through the Wire, I had never heard of Kanye before. And I had to obviously go back to like hear, you know, some of the beats that he did because I didn't know that he was a producer. The song was a couple years old though. Yeah, it was Yeah, so I just, I was just like I didn't I didn't have any idea. We used to hear it here all the time. And that was what I was about on, to ask uh, you. That's exactly w, what I was w, about to come on a college radio station called WKKC here in Chicago and they used to play it all the time. They like this is Chicago's on Kanye West. Cause he used to go by another name too. Um, when he right before he got on Rockfly, it was like Mac Mittens or something like that. And, um, uh, and so we, you know, we we would hear this shit all the time. But then we heard that song. He was like, yeah, you know, he got into a, a bad accident. He had to get his jaw wired shut and stuff like that. You listen to it, you can hear him like, it was a booth for breakfast. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, but this shit actually sound good though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to stun me, huh? You know, I was like, okay. I like Buddy. Yeah. So yeah, I had, I had a strong feeling that y'all you know, that y'all heard that long before anybody mm-hmm. else did. So so yeah, I heard it and I was like, yo, this is tight. Like I love Shaka Khan. I love that sample. So I was like, you know what? When College Dropout came out, I'm gonna give it a chance. And nobody else in my class did. I was still in high school then. I got that album. I listened to it. I was like, this is amazing. Like I never knew who he was, but I was like, yo, he came with it. 
through all of these songs. I was like, that was such a great album. And then, like, all my friends, they were like, yo, let me listen to that Kanye. Let me get that <laughs> CD and listen to it. <laughs> so I got, like, a distinct memory of, like, what I was doing in high school when they came out. Right. Yeah. That's what great music do to you, though. Yeah. It takes you back and remember exactly where you were in your life heard it absolutely absolutely see everybody wants to borrow my shit and i was like yeah like i told y'all that was high i told y'all was high Mm -hmm. so yeah i took a chance on that and yeah that's definitely uh i'm always like torn i'm always torn between college dropout and registration yeah i was in high school you know what you know what my my high school uh story is when i think about that when you talk about what how yours was mine was uh was reasonable doubt yeah man mine was reasonable doubt Damn, man, made me feel super young. (laughs) Made me feel super old, but I was in high school when that shit came. Yeah, damn, that's that's true. And I was telling people about that. I'm like, yo, this shit is hot, bro. This shit is hot. And it'd be people to this day that'd be like, yo, I remember you was the first person to put me up on Jay Z, and we didn't want to listen to it because all they wanted to listen to was, you know, was Snoop and you know all the West Coast shit because that's what was hot at the time in '96. So it was like, okay, I'm fucking freshman, so it's like. Junior, I mean, no, sophomore, I mean, it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, this came out in uh, Get Rich and Die Trying. It's probably two of, the, two of the biggest albums that came out when I was in high school. And then the Black Album, you talk about Reasonable Doubt, the Black Album also came out when I was in uh, high school. Yeah. And I'd listen to that too. I ended up having uh, somebody rip that one for me. And I was like, probably yeah, that's my favorite Jay Z. That's, that's probably my favorite Jay Z album. It changes every time you ask me. True, true. It, it changes between Reasonable Doubt and the Black album. Facts, facts. So there you go, man. I'm suggesting Kanye West College Dropout. I know that this man is acting a fool right now. I don't know what's going on with Chicago because I ain't even mentioned R. Kelly stuff. That's just, that's a whole nother thing in itself. It's so much news. Everybody's been talking about that, man. Just constantly, constantly, constantly. That's all the news that I saw. I didn't want to really mention it. But I couldn't help it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm talking about it. So, man. So, it's, oh oh my God. It's it's been a lot. Let's look out for that. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's definitely been a lot on it. So, like I said, I don't want to go into detail on it, but that's that was pretty much all the music news in like the past couple weeks is the R. Kelly situation. So, so like I said, you know, Chicago is is in a, a interesting state when it comes to uh, music and and those yeah. classic artists. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it is what it is. But but college, college Dropout was a great great album. So if you haven't heard it, definitely listen to that. That's that's the old Kanye that everybody was talking about. And when everybody mentioned old Kanye, that's that's the Kanye. So there you go, man. With that being said, man, we are done with Enlightened Sounds episode fifteen. Flock, do you have any final word before we close this out? Nah, man. Appreciate everybody checking us out. It wasn't a great deal of stuff for us to talk about, so we kept it with the, you know, with the battle rap. And we will continue to do the battle rap stuff as as the good battles come along. Because, I mean, like I said, we got spoiled by 2018 with music, so hopefully we, <laughs> hopefully we get more of that. So yes, appreciate everybody coming through, checking, you know, checking us out on Light and Sounds, checking everything else out that uh, GI does, and man, just keep enjoying the ride, y'all. We got more for you absolutely absolutely so with that being said this is enlightened sounds episode 15 i am utx jg the don that was my co-host leader of the flock we will see you all next week with another episode we appreciate all of the support and also make sure you check out flock solo podcast unfiltered podcast at anchor.fm slash unfiltered podcast you can also find them on spotify and all of your other favorite platforms just type in unfiltered and it's something with flock in the name in the title and it should pop up for you let me say it we'll see y'all next week peace